Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I am your host, Dave Caius, along with our executive producer, the man behind the scenes, T-Bone, and my co-host, world champion in pork at the Jack Daniels World Invitational and pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. And guys, before we get started, I know it's been a few weeks now since the, the hurricane down in Florida, but I just want to do a quick shout out to our buddy Stan Hayes and Operation Barbecue Relief. And if folks, um, if you can't volunteer, which I know is tough to do, especially if you're down in Florida, unless you're down in Florida, they could definitely use your funds. So if you want to donate, please go to OperationBBQRelief.org. That's OperationBBQRelief.org. I saw them on the news, and they are dishing up a phenomenal amount of meals every day for folks down there. OBR.org will also get you there. Yeah, much simpler one. I always forget that one. Thank you. Say that again. OBR.org. Thank you. We like three letters. Usually three letters is better for you, Dave. Well, if you stay around long enough, you're going to be the host, and I'm just going to sit back and throw out barbecue stuff. You should do that. I should do that. And coming up this show, we've got Chef Brad Wise. He's from Rare Society, and we're looking forward to talking with him. And Andy, we're going to bug him about barbecue side dishes. Why not? Why not? Because that's what we do. We bug you. Yeah, well, I, I was feeling a little bit, you know, perturbed. Oh, okay. Already. You may share. Why? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You never bug me, Dave. I love to talk about side dishes. Let me ask you something, Andy. Are you as easygoing with us as you are with the rest of the world? Of course. Should we ask your wife for yes. a second opinion? Oh, no, she'll tell you. Because you really are. Actually, he really is, isn't I, he? I'm guessing he's probably more easygoing. Actually, my <laughs> wife, I will, we're not around. My wife will tell you I am very high maintenance. Really? Yes. Well, you complain about the little car that I drive. No, I like, like I just, so I was I just, have, you have, for, for those of you, we probably haven't, I, have, I don't know if we've talked about it. You drive a very cool little convertible. Sometimes. And it's, what's the brand of it? Midlife it's Crisis? A, <laughs> what's it called? It's an Audi TT. Midlife Crisis. And, but it's, it's a great looking car. And every time he pulls up to do the show, he just looks like, you know, he's 17 and he gets out. No, not, not 17. <laughs> but well, don't forget his smoke my, on wheels barbecue vanity plate. Yeah, I do have that too. But yes, my point is like, I, I have very specific tastes and I'm very, I'm high maintenance. I, I will, I will admit it. I mean, that's why I drive a 20-year-old Audi that has the, you know. It's a convertible. Yeah, I like. Gorgeous car. So so you're hard to buy a gift for. Yes, I'm hard to buy a gift for. She'll tell you that. That's what I was thinking. You know, I'm a pretty mellow, easygoing guy, but I'm very particular. And you know the shame about that? T-Bone and I were pooling our money together, and then we realized, well, there's just nothing to get him. So we decided not to. Yeah, only only stuff that comes in a bottle that's brown. We <laughs> like brown liquor is fine. We just didn't want you to be disappointed, so we gave up. Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. Set the bar low, boys. Set the bar low. By the way, I have to, I have to tell you a funny story, and I'm not going to say what game and what city, but it happened at an NFL city because um, we, you know, this time of the year we're talking about uh, tailgating, which and is it not, wasn't in Denver. It wasn't in Denver. <laughs> now you're getting the squint guy from me. I'm trying to figure it out. Well, I don't. I there's a reason I'm not going to say what city, but so somebody 
So they they tailgated, right? And they had one of the little charcoal, one of those little mini ones. Yeah, sure. You know, you Smokey just, Joe or something. Yeah, you see yeah. those everywhere. And they're great. And they're great for, for tailgating. Well, the people, we're going to assume, had had a couple of cocktails while they were tailgating and decided when they got done, well, if we leave it out here, somebody might accidentally drive over it. So we'll slide it underneath the car. Oh, no. And they probably had like an SUV that <gasps> sat up high. Yes. And it caught on fire. Yes. Yes, it did. So they're sitting in the game and they're probably going, wow, look at all that smoke and all the fire trucks, you know? And of course, they have no way of knowing. And they came out and it burnt theirs and 11 other cars. Because all the cars, you know, right next to each other when you're tailgating. Oh, yeah. Great safety tip here. <laughs> That's w- <laughs> And when you slide that thing under the back of your car, you're putting it underneath your fuel tank. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's lucky nobody got hurt. Uh, but but yeah, there were some totaled out cars. So so yeah, uh, we're always talking food safety here on Barbecue Radio Which Network. Much easier to replace a Smoky Joe. And that's why I take a pellet <laughs> cooker to tailgate with because char- live charcoal at a game, unless you can pour a bunch of water on it, it it can be cantankerous like that. Now I haven't been to a game at Arrowhead Stadium in quite a while. G E H A Field, just to make it perfectly correct. Um, but they used to have, and I don't know if they still do these big charcoal things that you could dump your charcoal they in they still do yeah they've and got I assume, big red it's a it's basically a dumpster a metal dumpster but okay. it's red and it says hot coals on the front and so I you assume, know that that's where you take your hot coals and i assume most nfl cities that do tailgating have those at least i hope they do not many do this do tailgating like we do well that's though. true but but uh, you know don't they like up in they have Green like Bay? a 50 gallon 55 gallon drum <laughs> and it says hot coals on it that's it's sharpie true. that's no, true really? i've been to many stadiums there did nothing compares to kc well that's true but i mean i think other cities are picking up on it from from the kc lead from from what i understand or from the melted holes of asphalt where the cars <laughs> used to be well, one I, of the two like i told you in san francisco that 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 big dumpster that they have it doesn't say hot coals on it it says wine bottles <laughs> no there you go ripple glass <laughs> and, and, oh and there's another one in san francisco toothpicks for your cheese <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> anyway so as always if you're tailgating or any or at home or whatever think safety first we want everybody well we need our listeners okay we don't want to lose anybody and and always be careful and Another thing, too, is if you're uh, doing that and you've got a wood deck, keep that in mind, too. Uh, there's things that you can get at All Things Barbecue, I'm sure, to yes, lay Yes, they out. have grill mats grill that, mats. Are, that will you. protect your wood floor yeah, of your so, deck. So be safe. Be safe. All right. Time now for our uh, Ask Andy segment sponsored by October Barbecue Sauce of the Month. Smoke on Wheels, Pork Marinade and Injection. Uh, what do you like to inject that in there? It's your stuff. So I'll typically either in... I like to inject chicken wings with mm-hmm. it. I like speaking to use, of, speaking of tailgate. Yeah, speaking of tailgate, chicken wings it goes great on wings, but tenderloins nice. like a pork tenderloin, right? It's excellent pork shoulder, excellent. Um, and you can use it on shrimp and seafood too. It does well. Very nice. And of course, you can get that at All Things Barbecue. Just check out their website atbbq.com. T Bone, what do you got for a question this week? Well, from Sam Barlow in Portland, Oregon, Andy. Yes, sir. Take. Oh, I'm sorry. Shadows. <laughs> old. Either that or cataracts. I'm o- not sure. Old age. Okay. That time of year will soon be here. What tips do you have for cold weather grilling and smoking? Oh, good. Uh, good one. That is a good one. So, and and he's from Portland, Oregon. 
Yeah. Yeah. Where it's it can get as cold as forty degrees. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say cold weather for him is a little different than cold <laughs> I was weather. Born here. and raised, I know. So you have to put on your sweatshirt. <laughs> All right, Green Bay no, people, but, tune in. Yeah, so the the biggest thing is get your grill hot. Get all of the metal completely hot. So when you start your coals, give that whatever type of cooker you've got, whether it's a kettle or a big offset, give that metal time to come up to temperature before you try and put food in it because it will struggle if it is not up to temp when you throw cold meat in it. So that's the number one thing. Get the thing up to temp, get all that metal hot and evenly hot so that you have a good cooking experience. And it's the same way with anything. If you throw a cold pan with stuff in it in an oven that's not preheated, it just doesn't do very well, right? Like your cake comes out flat or your cookies come out squishy. Or So same thing with your cooker. Get it hot and, and do that. So second thing, if you if can, it, I, can if I interrupt is, real quick? Yes, you get that thing hot, and you're in cold weather. We're talking really cold weather. So you do you expect certain drop in temperatures while it's cooking, even with the cover closed? Yeah, because as soon as you open the lid and right. allow the cold air in, a lot of cold air in this yeah, case. Yeah, it's it it needs time to recover, which makes that super important. Very good, very good. Well, thank you for that, and thank you, Sam. We're going to get you some uh, October Barbecue Sauce of the Month, All Things Barbecue, that you can get at All Things Barbecue at atbbq.com. We're very excited to have, from Rare Society, we're going to be talking with Chef Brad Weiss. He's coming up next, and uh, we're going to have more information about Chef. He's, uh, I think he does, T-Bone, can you help me with this? Outdoor cooking, what's he do? Big flame? Santa Maria style. Santa Maria style. I knew somebody bailed me out. That's coming up next on Barbecue Radio Network. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Kias, along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Annie Groneman. And this week, we've got from Rare Society. You can check out his website, rarsociety.com. It's Chef Brad Weiss. Uh, Brad, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you for having me. We're excited uh, to have you, especially I'm very excited for you and Andy to start talking about the Santa Marie style cooking because this just sounds fascinating. Quickly, where, where are you at right now? I am in san diego uh oh you poor guy yeah poor guy it's, uh, it was a 70, a 72 degrees, and, degrees yeah 75 and perfect tomorrow hey, you know what's you know what's gonna be tomorrow 75 and yes perfect. <laughs> <laughs> six months from now uh, it, it, it'll be the same it'll well, be the it was same. a little colder at nighttime which when it drops below 70 here oh, from the East Coast, but now we freak out if it's, in, <laughs> if it's below 70 degrees so brad weiss uh chef brad weiss very excited to have him uh one thing before we start talking about the santa marie style um the, the, looking over your stuff there's a little bit about the las vegas strip and the rat pack and that kind of uh steaks um talk about that a little bit yeah so we we're a restaurant group based out of san diego and 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 we had a you know, growing up, I'm from the East Coast and the kind of, you know, in the long, long, short version, I'm from the East Coast, South Jersey, 
Um, when we used to go to steakhouses, we would go to Philly, New York, um, and those surrounding areas. However, when I came out to San Diego, met my then girlfriend, now wife, um, she is from Santa Maria, uh, Santa Maria. Um, so this leads into, you know, the Rat Pack in the Las Vegas too. So, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, people are talking up steakhouses and from, from Santa Maria and my only assumption or my only perception of a steakhouse was what I knew growing up, the higher end steakhouses in Yeah, like a Peter Luger's or something, right? Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Very cool. So, that's what, so then I go to a steakhouse and in the central coast that are known for Santa Maria style grilling, which at the time I didn't know, had no idea what it was. And you walk into these steakhouses that are, I, I, I respectfully run down. They're serving water out of decaf coffee mugs and, <laughs> or coffee pots, you know, the old school with the orange top. And they're like, talk, my wife and her family are like talking this steakhouse up and I'm like, what is going on? And so yeah, you, you have these, and, and at the time, you know, and it's old tables with, with, um, you know, like six foot tables with a tablecloth over top that they don't throw out when they're supposed to after someone gets up, uh, at each time. And then next thing you know, you're having this incredible, um, steak appetizers are all interesting and, and funky. And then you're having this steak that is, you know, far surpasses not only the quality, but just the flavor of what obviously the smoke and, in the Santa Maria style of cooking does to steaks. And then I'm like, sat back. So fast forward a few years. And I'm like, I, I can't get off of that notion of the way people eat steaks in California and that region. And what I grew up going to, and I'm like, you know, there has to be a middle ground here. So that's what the inspiration behind rare society started was how do we bring something approachable, affordable? Cause as I said, some steakhouses are very high end and you go for that experience and you know, you're going to drop to two fifty a head on, on some of those, you know, on just trying to order and, a couple things. And go both ahead. styles are, are, are very family style oriented, right? Yes. Like you walk into Luger's, but they bring out that huge plate with the, the you know, the bone in on it with this sliced steak. That's wonderful. And you go to central coast and you get tri-tip and culotte and some amazing it, cuts exactly uh, and cuts and sides that all come with it you know and that's the opposite right of yeah yeah Peter lugers and then you order the sides you order one steak in in santa maria or the surrounding area it comes with everything right you know pinto bean salsa which is a whole nother topic on why salsa <laughs> should go with steaks that was my wife comes to another my wife comes to the first restaurant i'm working at in san diego and she's like um i need to side of salsa and we don't have salsa on the menu i'm a a, a punk kid from south jersey we don't have <laughs> you know we don't have salsa with with steaks and and things like that and you know so it, it, it was just a, a different path you know or different place and uh, you know at the time of my life i'm like we need to meet these two in the middle the, um, one of my business partner grew up in reno and so we were like you know what could we do to you know make this thing still you know unique and because we had we have a certain sense of you know, accountability or, or level of, of, of that we feel like we should be achieving each time we build a restaurant. And we're like, I can't go that kind of, I don't want to say, you know, casual and, or I should say casual. We want to do a little bit, something more upscale. And he is like really tuned in with the Vegas scene in the sense of he grew up there, you know, just North of there was going to Reno. And, you know, we, we just kind of landed on, all right, let's kind of take the Vegas vibe and, you know, almost that rat pat feeling rat pack feeling and then do something that's a little bit more centralized on smoke however the company i've built and 
San Diego is based off of, I was the first person to have a wood fire grill in San Diego, you know, eight, nine years ago, you know, so we've been, I've been cooking with smoke and the flame for, for a long it, time now. And at Rare and Society, now, you've still got a, a, a log brazier, a, a wood fired brazier there too, right? Yeah. So we use a, a, a technical term of the grill that they sell us as a log broiler. So it's, it's, oh. it's low, low charcoal and flame, you know, and that the gap between the, the, the coals or the, the bed is a, a good distance away versus at one restaurant, I have a charcoal co- cooker that's from, or a charcoal grill that's from Woodstone. And I'm like, you know, it, the, we have essentially a bracero in the back where the wood burns in the back, the coals, yep. we rake them underneath and then cook over charcoal. And then I have another location that has an actual Santa Maria style grill. And then the, the rare society is a steakhouse. So obviously we sell a lot of steak and we needed a lot of, <laughs> we needed a lot of, uh, retail space on the, um, on the grill. So this was just what and, worked best for us. And keeping um, that distance from the meat and the, and the fire, part of that is kind of that Santa Maria start, yeah. right? So, cause for exactly. our listeners, we, we've got about two minutes left, but explain to the, to our, to our listeners kind of what that Santa Maria style is. So Santa Maria style is, is, California red oak. That's what it starts with. Um, and you know, we source all of our wood from in the Santa Maria or surrounding areas. And then you, you are cooking over coals and however that, that raw wood flavor adds a lot to each steak that you're cooking. And what that means essentially is you put a piece of wood on there to stoke the fire and you're using larger cuts versus, you know, a double cut piece of wood. Like we would use, or charcoal or a pizza oven or even a triple cut wood for a pizza oven we use only single cuts so they're really big kind of knobby a good amount of bark on the outside so you you get that raw wood flavor um some people don't like it however the way these grills cook it just adds a subtle because you think of a, a 16 ounce steak you don't you're not really cooking it for that long you know you're cooking it for eight to 12 minutes, 15 minutes, depending on what temperature is, you know, and you got to let it rest and, you know, reheat and all that stuff. So you try to get as much flavor you can as in a short amount of time versus, you know, just using charcoal and things like that. So, um, you know, Santa Maria is just low kind of, I mean, I'm talking to a barbecue guy. So low and slow. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> low and slow on the grill side of things or on the steak side of things is definitely different than what you do. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it, it, we get more flavor versus cooking on a charcoal grill, unless it's actually on the charcoal, like cowboy style right, or something right. like that. Well, we're talking so. with Brad, Chef Brad Weiss, I should say, mm-hmm. and Chef yeah. Brad, he has got a great website you want to check out, rarsociety.com. We're going to talk about alternatives to chicken or turkey because, well, turkeys are in high demand right now, right here on Barbecue Radio Network. And welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our producer, T-Bone, and co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Andy Gronerman. And this week, our guest, he is Chef Brad Weiss of Rare Society. You want to check out the website, rarsociety.com. And before we get to Brad, quick shout-out to Alyssa that helps him with uh, media and publicity. Is that right, Brad? 
Yes, Alyssa is with the door, and they are fantastic. Well, she's a very funny woman, and we just may have her on the show one time. Just <laughs> she's very entertaining. Anyway, Chef Brad Weiss is with us again. Check out the website rarsociety.com. And he just mentioned that you're opening some more restaurants. You want to talk about that real quick before we talk about shortage yeah. of turkeys? Yeah, yeah. We have um, two locations in San Diego, um, good distance from each other. I'm currently or I just opened one about um, six weeks ago in Santa Barbara, California. So just in, you know, outside the wine country in the mm-hmm. central coast there. And then I have another one in a suburb of C- a suburb of Seattle. That's looking to open. It's being built right now wow. looking to open end of January, beginning of February. They told me December, but we all know how that goes. Yes, and, <laughs> the truth. And, uh, and then San Clemente which wow. is just oh, nice. about um, in, in Orange County, just about you know 30 miles north of San Diego. Um, so we got a couple more stores going and Unreal. You know, it never stops. And again, check out the website, rarsociety.com. That's rarsociety.com. Real quick question. You just mentioned wine country. I assume in your restaurants, you go through a ton of bottles of wine to pair oh, with yeah. those steaks. Just yeah. a ton, right? Yeah, a ton. <laughs> when you, I mean, it's that's it, a it's the ultimate pairing. Yeah, you know, champagne and oysters, steak and yeah. steak and a big wine. Either you know, we prefer Rhone varietal, but you know, we're 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 in California, so obviously you know, Napa Valley cabs are mm-hmm. the 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 iconic pairing, and you know, they they we partner with a company or a winery called Faust, and we have just great relationships with all the purveyors and and the juice that people are making these days is is outstanding so you can't really choose that bad i bet i just had a hob central coast that was really good too that they've got a killer paul hob yeah oh nice i bet when you order they think that is one big wino ordering (laughs) are you you're talking about me right (laughs) (laughs) well a little both a little both so we've been we've been reporting that there's been some shortage of turkeys it's like there's this this seems like every week there's a shortage of something and now turkeys and of course we're not that far away from thanksgiving but you've kind of come up with some uh, alternatives for turkey for thanksgiving if if people can't get a hold of it or if it's just too expensive what are your thoughts on that brad yeah, I mean, we also have a, a couple butcher shops down here in San Diego, so we we know this all too well. Um, you know, we we are trolling the markets as uh, just like everyone else, and we sell a, a fair amount of you know really nice organic turkey out of Sonoma um, called Diesel, and we've had a crazy amount of inquiries on what are you guys doing for turkeys this year? Yes, is it going to be like buying a new car? Sure, you might have to <laughs> out a payment plan for how expensive they are, but you know, we also did exactly what you're, what you kind of queued up was what's, what's the alter alternate. And, um, you know, we find, we do Turkey packages at one of my restaurants. And by the time Turkey comes around, I'm looking for an alternative anyway, cause I don't want to look at Turkey for another year anyways. <laughs> so, you know, last year we, you know, we did a uh, pork crown roast. Um, we just took a, a French 11 bone rack. Um, I took, you know, this, uh, Harissa glaze that we use Ooh. for a duck dish at one of our, um, one of our locations. And Harissa is essentially a, a Moroccan chili paste that we kind of doctored up a little bit and then just roasted a whole 11 bone pork rack. And, you know, you roast it to 140 degrees, 145 degrees, let it rest. And then 
as the whole piece is there. So if you can picture a whole flat of ribs or a, a pair of baby back ribs, essentially just that's the size of it. And then you just cut it down into 11 chops. And if you have 22 people or 18 <laughs> people, however, you would need two racks. And, you know, that's kind of like our, you know, what we're leaning towards this year. Um, obviously, as you said, everything's expensive. The market's up on everything, especially around the holidays. Um, and this 11 bone rack is just, it, it's succulent. It cooks way better when you're cooking something of that size. And, and not only that, it's, all, it's well, also, and they, you know. they present amazing regardless of how you exactly. present it. So if you present it family style cut into chops, as you said, you know, that's a gorgeous presentation. You can bring the rack hold to the table, yep. or I've actually seen where we tie them as a crown. Uh, and it takes a little bit more work to do that at home. But that's a heck of a presentation too. It's it's uh, and a harissa paste for a glaze on it. That's like that sounds really good. Um, what what are your tips for how somebody could cook that at home and and have success? Kind of getting it done evenly uh, on so on their grill at home. I do. I do. One, go to your local butcher or you know, and, and have them, these, these cuts are readily available. You just, you, you know, everyone, if, if you sell pork chops, even at the grocery store, they're going to have these 11 bone racks. Um, and the evenness, and I, I always go, you know, and I like to just speak from, you know, facts that, that we, you know, talk about in our, in our, in our butcher shops is, you know, 75% of the people in San Diego, a live in high rise or multi-unit or something like that. So they trigger is really popular um, or electric grill, a pellet smoker. Yeah. You can't um, have a wood fired pit in, in an apartment. I mean, yeah, yeah you yeah, got to, so you've got to have contained. Absolutely. Exactly. So, you know, that's, and, and I just speak from, like I said, from experience on, on doing it and my neighbors actually have Traeger. So I get the, you know, even when I'm telling people, Hey, if you're on a Traeger, this is how you do it. I've actually, you know, done it a lot of times because we all use them um i'm a green egg guy personally but um at, at my house but so it's the easiest way is honestly I, I tell everyone and we sell them in the butcher shop and, and everywhere we can is you have to use a thermometer you know it's it's you you follow the directions on on how to cook a, a crown roast and they'll be readily available and you you make sure you're you're temping um the right areas and you know making sure you're following your meat guide but you know the the one of the to, to further answer your question, one of the good parts about pork is it's easy to mess up sometimes, or I should say it's hard to mess up. It's easier to do, to do these things correctly. If you just follow the steps that are provided, I assume it's easier than a full turkey. And Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt real quick. We do have a drinking game on the show. And if any times a guest says thermometer, everybody has to drink. So I just want you to know that you really, yeah. So you said the magic word. Did you guys drink? <laughs> of course we did, but, <laughs> but it's just water, right? Now. We're just, just drinking water. water. We're hosts of the show, but it, I would assume what you just said about the pork, it, it's probably easier to do than a whole turkey, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And it takes way less time. You know, it, it, it it's way less time. And however, you don't get the smell of Thanksgiving in your, <laughs> in your kitchen, but you know, it's, it's a great affordable alternative and and yes you're you're looking from cook time from season marinade all of that thing from start to finish because harissa is a little bit strong so you don't want to marinate it too far ahead just because it'll start to change the quality of meat a little bit um you know and obviously because it's acidic um you know so you're looking at an hour and a half to two hours you know from marinade preheat the grill roast it to temp 
take it off, let it rest. And then to, to presentation time, you know, and, you know, if I have to hear, have one more call about how do you cut a turkey? And I'm like, Hey, <laughs> oh yeah. YouTube. So, you know, like I can't tell you over the phone. So we've got about a minute left from a, and you mentioned that you like to use the Kamada style grills. You're a big green egg guy. What kind of temperature are you cooking at on an egg for this as well? Egg, egg, the sweet spot on an egg is three to 400 degrees. Um, I am, I use, and it depends on if you're going to use a deflector plate on the bottom. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're using a deflector plate and essentially that just means you're not allowing that, that direct heat from the coals, it's hitting the bottom of that plate and then going into a very well insulated oven. Obviously that's what green eggs are, 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 are insulated ceramic. And, um, so anywhere from that three to 400, it'll vary. I use the egg. Brad, I hate to cut you off, buddy. We are running out of time. We've so enjoyed it. We've had chef Brad Weiss on with us. Check out raresociety.com. That's raresociety.com. Talk with Andy next segment about barbecue side dishes coming up next right here on barbecue radio network. Need some sizzle in your life. Check out barbecue radio network on Facebook. Give us a like. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got the Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits, commercial and now residential. Once again, check out their website, oldhickorypits.com. And a barbecue, a radio shout-out goes to one of our stations that covers Barbecue Radio Network. And that would be WLWIAM 1440 in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, big shout out to my buddy Don Paul. No, thank you for adding us there. And you can listen to us in Montgomery, Alabama again on WLWIAM 1440. So, uh, Andy, we have got, well, first of all, I can't just say Andy. Andy is the New York State Empire Cup champion in seven events throughout New York State. You're, yes, that's happened. Now the Jet, the, the, the Jets <laughs> that's happened. The Jets finally won, so I don't know if you're as good as the Jets, but J E T S J E T S. Oh, sorry, that's a whole other, whole other thing. Anyway, uh, we always like to turn to Andy at this point of the show for our product spotlight. It's from All Things Barbecue. All Things Barbecue. They've got the tools and accessories that you need to cook up the kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hopping over the fence. Unless you have that electric fence, we told you to turn that thing off to get a taste. And you can get fired up at their website at atbbq.com. That's atbbq.com. Andy, what do you got for our product spotlight this week? So we're going to talk a little bit about some side dishes here. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that gets me thinking about what I like to do for sides on the grill. And to me, cast iron is a key element to some of those. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... Having a good set of cast iron, you want a skillet, you want like a flat searing pan, you want, uh, I love to have, I've got probably four Dutch ovens. I've, I've got a problem, but <laughs> that's a whole nother segment. Like, say, that's we, a therapy segment on another show Andy, that I'm a guest, I'm a guest as a, <laughs> for the therapist. It's but, only an hour show, but yeah. keep, keep going. <laughs> so, so Lodge has their Blacklock line of, mm-hmm. of, uh, cast iron, okay. which is 
their their newest stuff it, they have named it after the original foundry where all of their products were produced and it's all triple seasoned phenomenal stuff but um we'll talk about how we use it when we do the sides but you want to have some good cast iron you want a good like a 12 inch skillet just a nice good medium sized skillet a good I'd say four and a half quart or larger Dutch oven mm-hmm. to braise in and do some stuff in. And then you want to have a flat sear pan for to sear steaks, uh, to do any of your veg on. Like you want something like a griddle or a good sear plate. And the thing with these pans, they're high quality. So you may look at the price tag and go, well, that's a little more I want to. They're going to last you a long time. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you're going to pass them down to your kids. Yeah, I mean, if you get if you get the the bad ones, you're just going to have to replace it anyway, and then you probably replace it with a good one because you realize you you screwed up and didn't get a good one to start with. Yeah, absolutely. And they're easy to clean too, aren't they? Yeah, that's cast iron is is you know people worry about cleaning it, but the seasoning on it makes it almost nonstick. So mm-hmm. very easy to maintain, very easy to clean. Uh, I've got, like I said, I've got a problem. So I have like 12 <laughs> of them hanging in my kitchen and then I've got the Dutch ovens in a drawer. Well, Andy had to reinforce the ceiling of his kitchen because these things were going to pull down the, the ceiling. <laughs> there, There is a, the, the thing is attached to a beam, literally. Uh, my pan rack is attached to a beam. That is not a lie. Yes. And, and we've talked to your wife and she's, poor thing. <laughs> she likes to cast iron too because it hits well. You know, she can, when she comes after me, with one i'm i'm gonna pay the price what's funny too she's always walking around in her socks to keep real quiet so she can sneak up on you (laughs) (laughs) uh by the way much love goes over in the groderman house we were just joking just joking so be sure to check out those products and all the products over at all things barbecue their website atbbq.com that's atbbq.com so speaking of side dishes um this is you know, it, we're here at fall and, you you know, people are cooking up steaks and briskets and all the things they're doing. But, man, you always got to have good side dishes. I mean, who, yeah, as much as I could sit there and just eat a platter of brisket, I, I would feel weird if I didn't have some side dishes. What are some suggestions you got for the fall? All right. So we've got several great dishes that just can either be a side or even an appetizer. Okay. They can kind of roll either direction. So. First and foremost, you got to have a good barbecue bean, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll typically start with uh, pick your favorite baked bean recipe. Or if you're like a Bush's you know, person, right. go buy your favorite Bush's recipe, right? There's like 12 versions. But take you, your favorite. You, and let me interrupt real quick. You can make them kind of, and I hate to use the word healthy, but you can make them as clean as you want. Or you can put the bacon and molasses oh yeah and- we can make them as fatty and and which is what i'm gonna i was gonna do. say that's talk, what i'm gonna talk, talk about. about the fatty <laughs> so so you take that recipe that you like and uh-huh. then we're gonna grill some of the elements so your onions are gonna go in there we're gonna grill that uh roast off the head of garlic in the cooker oh, wow. so that you can get some of that soft garlic that's smoky mm-hmm. into it and then if you're not cooking a, a brisket or a pork butt or something that's gonna have a lot of uh trim that you can break up and put in the beans i'll usually take sausage uh, and it could just be a roll of breakfast sausage okay and season that with your favorite barbecue seasoning and smoke that whole chub and then you break it down and put it in the beans at the end as well and you really bring on that smoky character and it gives it that little bit of 
crumble in there and that nice bite with the beans and then you've got your soft veg that you've added so it takes that bean recipe and brings it up so that's one thing and 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 let me interrupt again nothing disappoints me more is when i go to a barbecue joint and i get like i really like their brisket and then you bite into their their baked beans and they're not that good and you're like how do you screw up the baked beans if you got good brisket yeah i mean yeah, what are right? they thinking you know exactly uh, but so that's always that's always a big disappointment for me. I I don't know. I just that's just such a great barbecue staple is is the and, baked beans. And I like to have something seafood out as well. Okay. So I love to do a smoked crab dip. Ooh. So I'll take like a you know a pound of you know lump crab mm-hmm. or you know take whatever you like if you like the claw meat or whatever you can right. find that and. You're gonna you're gonna start with an ice cream cheese base, and again, we're gonna smoke off our onions and garlic or jalapenos. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna add a little jalapeno to it, you're gonna take. I like to actually take uh, and shred the cheese and let it start to heat up in the cooker on a mat. Okay, and then I stir it in with the cream cheese and everything, so that it brings on that smoky character. And then once you've got all of your ingredients together, I do it in a cast iron skillet. So that I can cook it in the grill, get that cheese nice and crusty on the top. And then when I pull it out, it stays warm for another hour. Nice. Because the grill has heated that cast iron and it gives it a warm vessel to be served in. So it just a couple of great ways to get some of that smoky, fun uh, flavor into the food and still have those sides, you know, even though it's cold. When you go with a dish like or a dip like that. Crackers or chips or either or both? Or you can make, you know, little crustinis out of a baguette on the grill, too. And again, you can slice those and put them on the grill and let them just crisp up a little bit like toast. You put a little olive oil on them? Yeah, yeah. Just a little oil Uh or even just uh, butter, even. Like, you don't have to use oil and be healthy. You can use a little butter or... uh, (laughs) I like that. You don't have to use the oil and be healthy. No, no. no, Put some butter on there. Absolutely. So in about a minute and a half, you got another quick side for us? Yeah, yeah. So then the other thing I like to do is a fresh side. Mm. Um, And so think cabbage or something along those lines. If you want a a cold side or a a completely raw version, you can make a great slaw, a vinegar slaw. But what I like to do is take the whole head of cabbage. Uh, and take the core out mm-hmm. right so you've you've taken that core in the end of it and then i'm going to stuff it with uh, barbecue seasoning butter bacon bits that i've <laughs> half cooked so you par cook the bacon and you shove all of that down in the core area right and just loosely wrap it in foil so that it holds everything in and then just set the whole darn head of cabbage in the cooker while you're doing your other cooking nice it will get smoky and soft and all of that butter will go through the head and and just braise and create this smoky braised cabbage with the bacon in it and all the goodness. So you'll <laughs> love it. And then you just open up that foil and boom, you just chop that down and it's ready to serve. And it's got that great smoky character. It's a great fall side dish. It's, you know, cabbage and, and warm and hearty. Well, those ideas and making you hungry was all presented to you by Andy Groneman. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we want to also thank our guest we had on earlier, Chef Brad Weiss. Uh, You can check him out at raresociety.com. And if you're ever on the West Coast, be sure to check out one of his steakhouses in our October barbecue sauce of the month, Smoke on Wheels. That's Andy's product over there. He's got the bootleg pork marinade and injection, which you can get at atbbq.com. And so be sure to check that out. And as always, we appreciate it. 
appreciate you listening to us. And you can also find us on Facebook. We love for people to go to Facebook. And I promise I'll put something there on Friday. For T-Bone and Andy Groneman and myself, thank you for tuning in. Happy barbecuing from Barbecue Radio Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform.